This podcast's about to get filthy. Alright, let's do it. Let's talk about productive masturbation. Now, some of you may be thinking, masturbation, this can't be a safe for work podcast. This can definitely be a safe for work podcast because I'm not talking about masturbation in the sense of, you know, knuckles and pearl drops and vibrated screams into pillows. No, I'm talking about productive masturbation, which is a concept which I try to embody, which basically makes me sound like a productive wanker. I guess, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's not a bad way to describe me. There's worse ways to describe me. I don't want to think about them right now. But what I'm trying to say is, so I get asked a lot by various people, friends, family, how I do what I do. And by that, I mean, I manage multiple projects at the same time for myself. I, I have lists, lists and lists of, of, of projects for myself. And I run them all simultaneously. I mean, even right now, if I go to my desktop, I've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 ideas just kind of randomly stacked at the side here. There's some more over here. Um, and they're all just kind of running at the same time. And they're all slightly, slightly progressed and they're all slightly going. And this month I finished... I think maybe two projects. Two projects came to a head and finally finished off. Um, and a lot of people have asked me how I do it because they struggle to get motivated and they struggle to get productive. And I can't really comprehend that. And that's due to productive masturbation, which to get to the point of we are going to have to discuss masturbation a little bit. And I apologize for that. A little bit. Not a lot, just a little bit. Okay, so what is masturbation to you people? To everybody, to me, to to the world at hand. Okay, so to me, essentially, it's scratching an itch. That's what masturbation is. It is a compulsion which is required because it's a reaction to how you're feeling at any one time. That's what it is. It's 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 like wiping your brow when you're warm, or you know, stretching when you're feeling a little cramped. That's what masturbation is. It's, it is the same as any other thing. It is a reaction to how your body is feeling, and thus you complete an action to do that. And that solves that feeling, and you can carry on. Now, a lot of people use masturbation as a distraction. They procrastinate with it. They can't get anything done. They're bored, so they masturbate. You know, you, you, you're living in that situation where you're trying to write something or you're trying to create something, or you're trying to get your taxes done, and all of a sudden you find that you're self-distracted, and you're bored a little bit, and yeah, lo and behold, you're, you know, riding the white pony of masturbation. I did promise this podcast was going to be safe for work. I'm going to draw it back in. We're going to draw it back in. Okay, so that's what masturbation is. So for me, productive masturbation as a concept is this idea that you can... You can shy away from the thing you're meant to be productive on and still be productive. How do I explain this? Okay, so recently I was completing a calendar. No, let's 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 let's, let's uh, we'll roll back a little bit. So okay, so I have this list of projects, and we all know about this list of projects because I mentioned it practically in every podcast. And well, I say we all know about it. The twenty people who listen to this, 
know about this list of projects, which I have. Okay, so I was going to add another thing to this list of projects because I was thinking about doing NaNoWriMo. For those of you who don't know, NaNoWriMo is where you essentially write a novel in the space of a month. Usually that month is November. Um, you have a word count, which you have to meet by the end of the month, and you write so many words a day, and you can write about whatever you want to write about. I've done it once before, maybe five years ago maybe four years ago, I don't know, a few years ago, and it was great, but at the time I was working part-time, so it wasn't an issue of how I was going to do that. Now, I work full-time, and I do my other stuff, and I'm still thinking about throwing in this project, and just saying, yeah, you should you should write you should write a book in a month, why wouldn't you write a book in a month? And I was like, maybe I shouldn't write a book in a month, because I have 50 billion things to be doing outside of that book in a month. I'm still going to write a book in a month, that's just going to happen, there's no way around that, it's, it's not something which kind of, kind of comprehends in my mind and that's because of productive masturbation so to me creating something or doing something is is like scratching an itch it is like reaching into your trousers skirt whatever you want to do and scratching that itch because essentially i feel better when i'm creating something so i use it as a way to keep myself feeling better it's, it's an opioid. That's, that's essentially what it is. In the same way of the endorphins which you receive when you're self-pleasuring, that's what creation is to me. It's an opioid. Um, it's just like some adrenaline or whatever you want to call it. I don't know the chemical words. I'm not a biologist. All I know is that it feels good when you do it. This is a disturbing podcast overall. Don't worry about it. Okay, so I was thinking about adding this project and I was adding to this list. And I was thinking, why do I hate myself? <laughs> Why do I why do I add to this list of continuous it's it's almost like it's like Sisyphus, which is that uh the myth of or that story of the man who's pushing the boulder up the hill. Pushes the boulder all the way up to the top of the hill and every night the boulder rolls back down. So the next day he has to push the boulder back up the hill. I think that's the story of Sisyphus. Um and that's that's all I do for myself. Because no matter when I push the boulder up or how, how small the boulder gets due to erosion as we, we push it up, I add more to the boulder. I add more clay to it because I feel better. I feel productive. I feel energized when I'm pushing the boulder. And you can too. I'm not saying this will work for everybody. I'm just saying that you can fill blank spaces with something productive by having smaller projects to fill them with things which are easy this originally this 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 um this podcast was going to be called illustration is masturbation because i liked the alliteration of it but i thought that might be insultive to illustrators because illustration for a lot of people is a big thing whereas to me to me illustration is something which i can do without thought it's just something i do it's it's, it always has been because drawing for me is something which i've done since i was a child so I essentially can just pick up a pen or a pencil and just draw something. And that makes me feel good because I'm drawing something. So for me, illustration, getting onto the point of the calendar or the, the recent drawings I did, it's, such, it's just something easy and fun I can do. It, it fills that purpose. It scratches that itch whilst I torture myself over other projects. And that's... That's essentially what you're looking for. You're looking for that little piece of production you can do where you can just, you know, pop out. Be alone with yourself. Put pen to paper. That kind of thing. I mean, 
I guess everyone has their own version of this. Um, I know writers who write poetry, but they're not poets. They they see themselves as fiction writers, but they write poetry because every so often you got to got to flick that switch, which we've mentioned before, and and just be a little productive. And you can use that as as that your your productive masturbation. I'm curious if other people work like this. I'm I'm really curious if if this is kind of ticked off for anybody. But this is how I essentially run my creativity is that I have my big projects which are in my head and I constantly try and push forward but in the meantime before getting that this is going to sound insane before getting that climax of creativity until then I can just productively masturbate which I realise this sounds disgusting essentially like I'm, I'm imagining that illustration is just jacking off onto a page which i guess a lot of things are writing for instance for a lot of people is just jacking off onto a page it's you know it's easy they can just do it i mean think about stephen king for a second let's talk about stephen king okay so stephen king is perhaps one of the most productive writers productive successful writers ever he has something like 55 novels in his world. 55, presumably, quite good novels. I've only read two Stephen King novels. I've read Misery, and I've read The Shining. Now, that is insane. Because even if you consider, even if he's, I don't know how old Stephen King is, but even if you consider that he was 60, that means he wrote a novel every year. A good novel every year. Basically. And that's, that's a lot of stuff. So for him... That's just something he can do. That's just something he can he can throw himself into. That is him productively masturbating. That's what every Stephen King novel is. Stephen King's huge in the minute. I mean, have you seen it? It is fantastic as a film. Um, I've never read the book of it, but you know, a thousand pages or so. You got to assume that some of that is just him just verbally spilling onto a page. I did say this was going to be safe for work. I think we're, we're towing that line quite nicely. Maybe, maybe not. But that's how that's how anyone can keep productive. Is if you find a lot of people get to a stage of production. I mean, let's take let's take this calendar for instance. So last year when I made the calendar, this year when I made the calendar, even I made it in January. I used it as a coping me- mechanism. Um, I threw myself into it. I completed it in the space of about a month. Um, in fact, if I if I remember correctly, I think I completed the final illustrations for it in the space of, of about two weeks, um, and that was some insanity. And that was because I was using it as a coping. I was scratching an itch. I was using it to distract myself. I was using it to to vent. It was just this idea which I had, and I, I had to get it out of my head. So I, I created this calendar, and it fulfilled that purpose. It fulfilled the idea that I could create something and reminded me that I could make something. And for a lot of people, that's a very hard thing to remember for some reason. They forget that they're capable. They forget that they're able to make things. And they get so hung up on the idea that they should be making things, or that they can be making things, and they're not making things. And then they get sad about not making things. And it's this weird little vicious cycle. Rather than thinking, yes, I could be making things and I could be doing things and I could be getting into this and I could be doing this, that and the other and I could be pushing concepts. And I mean, even on my own personal back, you know, I want to be making fine art, but I'm not making fine art. Why aren't I making fine art? Because I'm busy jacking off onto a page for illustrations. That 
as a whole concept is self-defeating. It doesn't help you. All it does is torture you. So if you can find a little aspect which you can do on a near daily basis, it gives you that little sense of production. I recently watched, um, what's the word? So like a university, you have these people come speak and there's usually some celebrity or, or like you see the like graduation speeches, I think that's what it's called. So you get these graduation speeches. And I recently saw one, which was some, uh, some guy in the U S Navy, I believe talking about making your bed. And this whole idea that when you make your bed in the military, obviously it's an instruction and it's, it's something you have to do. But there's more to it than that. There's a context to it. It's this idea that if you can if you can make your bed at the start of every day, you've completed a task. You've completed that idea that you can make your bed. And you feel better because you've completed a task, regardless of how mundane it is. And weirdly enough, it's something I actually do. I try to make my bed every day. Um, but making my bed literally involves just putting the quilt flat. There's not much that goes into me. If it would involve tucking, would not happen. But quilt, laying flat, I can do that. So... You've got that little, one little task which you complete and you just do it and it's there. And that gives you a sense of accomplishment. Now, not everyone wants to make their bed. But if you could write 10 words a day, if you want to do writing, you want to be a writer, write 10 words a day. doesn't matter what those 10 words are. Could just be the starting of a story. You could end up with a catalog of story starts, and at some point, throughout that catalog, you will get inspiration to write more, because that's just going to happen. It's not like you can do these things and never get an idea, because that's not how context and concept work to create an idea. I can't tell you how an idea comes to mind, but I can tell you that if you view and go and do enough things, instead of trapping yourself insulary. You get more interpretation into how how to push an idea, how to, to form a solid idea. Like this, like this calendar. I, I had one image in my head for this calendar when I first started it back in the start of the year. I recently made the second version, and I had one image in my head. And from that, the rest of it just spilled. From that, the rest of it just kind of took off and became a thing. For those interested, the first uh, image from last year's calendar I had was the rabbit driving to work. Because all I could see was rabbits on the side of the road. And I thought, what if rabbits were trapped on the commute trying to get carrots? What a depressing life that would be. And that triggered, and that, that switched me on, and I went, yeah, that's a great idea. And so I started sketching, and in between other projects which I was trying to do, and figuring out life, every so often I picked up my sketchbook and I sketched another animal. And I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think this is going to make me money. I didn't think this is going to do anything or anyone's going to relate to this. All I thought was, you know what, I'm, I'm doing this for me. I'm just going to scratch, sketch these animals. I do it right now. You know, I'm, I'm sat thinking about doing this novel. Because for a month, I mean, this is the other thing. I've come to the end of two projects, which means I now have to either start another project, which in the next couple of months doesn't really seem viable, or I can do lots of little things for the next two months and plan a larger project in the background. And that's all I'm saying. It's that, that whole thing of time management as well. A lot of people say, I don't have time to do this. 
I'm thinking, how much time do you spend watching TV? How much time do you spend doing literally nothing? If you could do literally nothing and then add something slightly productive, regardless of what that is, even if it was just doodling, you could be productively masturbating. Just like the rest of us. You think, well, yeah, we've got friends and family. And your friends are going to understand if you need to productively masturbate in front of them. Just to clear this up, do not masturbate in front of your friends. <laughs> oh. The metaphor for this podcast is, yeah. I mean, that's all this podcast is. It's productive masturbation. It's something easy I can do on a weekly basis to have coffee with friends or a chat and wax lyrical into a microphone. That's all it is. That's all any of this is. No point is a sign I made because I wanted something in the background, some open space just to, you know, push stuff into, give some other people space to, to do the same, to try and ignite those little sparks. Because once you grab that little spark and once you kind of grasped hold of it and, and, and drawn it into yourself and you're holding it in your chest and you take, all you got to do then is just take a deep breath. And feed it. It's just finding those little sparks. And you don't find those little sparks. There's no way, like, there's no defined way to do it. So all you can do is just keep doing various things. This may sound like madness. This may sound, I understand this. I, this may sound like complete and utter, utter crap. Because if you throw enough shit at a wall, you wall still covered in shit. That's what, that's what a lot of people would say. And I completely agree that if you, most of what I do is nonsense. It's like, it's like being a faucet, like a tap, just left running. It's still going to flood the place and still going to damage everything in order to do it. I don't think I can say that this is a, perhaps a way which you would retain relationships in your life or, you know, make others around you happy because it can be all consuming. But I imagine that you as people were probably better at finding a balance for it than myself. Um, cause yeah, I just, I, I think in a way I'm just tired of people's excuses of why they aren't doing things. I'm tired of people sitting and saying, I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to do that. I don't have any ideas. I just, I'm kind of sat there thinking one, I guess is frustration. That I don't understand it. It's very rare that I get any kind of mental block for creating stuff. I can get blocks on creating specifically for a singular project, but other things will just fill that space until I come back to that idea. Now, so that's frustrating to meet people who can't do that. And I understand that and I can appreciate that. But at the same time, you have to know from previously making things within your life that everything requires a little time and that by doing other things you remember ideas for other things you know you you can be doing the dishes and suddenly you're thinking oh, i've got some great lyrics i got some great lyrics and i could go write these down and and that's even if you even if you never come back to that lyric even if it's just on a page you have it and it's there and and it's a starting point or it's an initial initial idea it's just that spark you know you you're making making food or working staring at a screen and all of a sudden something kind of taps inside your head and goes yes that's that that's a great idea 
I have no idea what I'm going to do with that idea, but that's a great idea. So to give yourself, it's about giving yourself every opportunity you can to be inspired. Rather than chasing it, rather than going, yeah, I need to go and I need to research and I need to, I need to look inwards and I need to do all these things because that's what, that's what artists do, right? That's what creatives do. That's what everybody does. They, they, they have to go through this path. They have to go to university. They have to study because no, screw that. Most of it's just giving yourself the opportunity, being flexible with your own idea that it might turn into something else, that it might grow and everything needs a starting point. So give yourself as many starting points as possible. Next time you're sat watching TV, doing nothing, just grab a sketchbook, grab a notepad, doodle, talk to a friend about an idea. Talk to them about their ideas. It might give you ideas for your ideas. Wax lyrical, jack off onto a page, productively masturbate. That is the advice of today's podcast. And I hope it helps some people. Because there's a lot of creative people out there. And there's a lot of people torturing themselves over not having that idea. You just got to explore other options and how to get that spark. And then once you've got it, take a deep breath and ignite it. I'll talk to you guys later.